Welcome back to the Nerdstick Podcast. Yep, I probably went too high on that. <laughs> I think you nailed it, dude. I, re- I reckon I did too, but yeah, on the on the low, it was probably too high. Nah, man, I'm here for you. It's okay. <laughs> which is a, which is like such a backhanded way of me saying, "Nah, you didn't make it," but I support you. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You didn't make the cut. You've been voted yeah. off. Yeah. No, nah, dude, you didn't make the dodgeball team. American Idol. Should have a nerd sip idol. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, I would What smash would we do? It. Oh, it'd just may be me beating you. Oh, dude, are you trying in, to smash? And sing star? Yeah. Try- yeah, I'll smash That's- and sing star, dude. Yeah, dude, I'll smash. I'll smash. Quick smash, dude. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, the title of that stream will be Nerd Smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's uh? This is the Nerd Sip Podcast. Oh, dude, um, I just fully blanked out. I actually zoned out for a second there. I'm so glad you took over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Kelly was meant to start the episode off. I was kind of waiting. I did waiting for him. No, I but, did. Um, I, well, I yeah, sang, yeah. Sam. I sang. It's <laughs> all that matters. That that is true. He, he did that pretty good. Mm-hmm. I got to give that to him. Um, well, since you so rudely, no, go on, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm. Well, I'm jacking your podcast. Um, yeah, what's going been going on this week, Kelly? What's been going on this week? Um, what do you want to know about me, or do you want to know about actual stuff? What do you want to know about? I don't know about you, Kelly. You want to? I want to know about tell you. Me, tell me about yourself. I what's been going on? Um, I, honestly, a lot of uni, a lot of uni for me, Sam. And I am pretty brain dead. I'm pretty over it. Um, but I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. Now I'm here and I've got a beer and I'm ready. Oh, rhyming. That's honestly, honestly, outside of that, dude, uh, played a little bit of actually, I've played bugger all Animal Crossing. I played it like maybe a total of an hour this week. Um, I sold my turnips for a little bit of a profit, which was fun. Don't you get um, a lot of money from turnips? You can get a lot of money from turnips. So with turnips, you buy them on Sundays. And then, like, let's, for example, I bought them at $106 a turnip last week. And then you have them for up to seven days before they go rotten or they spoil. And then each day they sell at a different uh, price. So I sold them today at $169 a turnip. So I made 6 k I think. Um, uh, but like, yeah, it's kind of high risk. People have been buying like a metric shit ton of turnips <laughs> and then turning around like 2 million. <laughs> like, oh like in profits. Like it's crazy. Full inventory. Yeah. Have you, yeah. Have, have you got the in- inventory increase yet? Yeah, I got, oh, the, yeah. I got the second one. What? I got the um, four rows, baby. Whoa. I thought you could yeah, get three. Nah, I'm get so three. behind in that game. I mean, I'm pretty behind now. I think the recent thing I did was I built the campsite uh, so people could come and visit the island. Um, ah, yeah. And then outside of that, I kind of got bummed out because I've missed out on all of the all of the really cool fish you can catch, like sharks and blue marlin and that kind of thing for the Southern Hemisphere. So that sucks. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, I mean, you can date skip in the game, but it's not really recommended because when you start doing that, like, it acts as if you haven't been active in your game for a while and then like your villagers start getting pissed off at you because they think you've abandoned them and then cockroaches start like 
overtaking the island and shit like that. So it just gets gets a bit fucky. Yeah, it gets a bit wiggy. So you can do yeah. it, but probably shouldn't do it. You're not going to get banned or anything. But um, so either I mean I get sick of it and I do it for like a day trying to get sharks, or I wait a year for sharks. So oh, maybe not a year, like eight nine months. But anyway, wait, how um, many? How, how many sharks are there? Four There's sharks. Oh, okay. It's but they're all only spawning during December through March for us. All four of the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, so yeah, I think five or more of the 10 rarest fish are, ju- we've just missed the cutoff from March. They all stopped spawning in March or at the end of March. Damn. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I only got one of them. I got the sturgeon or sturgeon or whatever it's called. It's like a long boy. Um, so that's floating around in the aquarium, but swordfish shark long. Don't, don't, oh, it's like that length, but it's not a swordfish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you get a swordfish? Uh, it's like a hammerhead, um, a great white. That's not a swordfish. Uh, I'm trying to think if there is a swordfish. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> is there a swordfish? Well, there is a goldfish, uh, there is a koi fish, uh, there is a mitten crab, uh, (laughs) there is a snapping turtle, uh, um, yeah. What's been going on with you, Sam? I'm going to stop talking about Animal Crossing. This is exactly what happened last time. Um, It is what happened last time, but Animal Crossing is one of those games. Um, It's just one of those games. We, what did I do? So, um... Yes, whatever I've been doing. I've, I've been, I made a new Twitch channel. Because you did, and the logo looks so good. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, I made a, made a Twitch channel because I realized I was streaming a lot on the podcast channel, and I was just like, I should probably stop spamming the podcast channel with streams and make a separate channel. So I did that. That's over at uh, Green Egg TV, which plays off my my gamer tag, Green Eggs and Sam. Um, Green Eggs and Sam. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I've been streaming on that, streaming Hearthstone and League of Legends. Um, probably Actually, gonna do I just a bit of Doom. I saw an article just today that apparently the uh, the Demon Hunter deck is already big enough because it's too strong <laughs> yeah there's there's um a, i think it's like it's a combination of two or three cards that are just super op and that it's like unbeatable if, yeah. if you get them in your deck um demon hunters are pretty fun to play i played a little bit this morning so, um, that's cool definitely worth checking out and it's cool how um you get to do a it's cool, cool how you get to do like the little prelude campaign to unlock them. And yeah. And like, yeah, I was saying in the last podcast, um, it was pretty huge. They added in a new hero. It's the first hero they've added in, which is dope. Um, and it's gone pretty well. That's sick. And it, I think it's also the first hero where its hero power only costs one mana because all, all the oh, other really? heroes. All the other heroes cost two mana. I'm pretty sure, but um, isn't I feel like there's another one that's a one mana, but I could be wrong because I don't know fuck all about the game. But. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember seeing it. Um, but basically, the hero uh, Demon Hunter's hero power is just um, 
add one attack this turn to your hero. So Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um I think it's Druid. Druid that has add one attack and armor to your hero, but that, that costs two mana. So the right. fact that this one costs one mana, it's like pretty easy to get out there i mean if you can use it first turn just get one damage yeah off it is first turn. get one little hit or take out like a, a squishy or something like that yeah and yeah. then and then there's cards that are stand come standard in the demon hunter deck that cost a zero that zero mana cards add like one plus damage to a hero so like really you could get like three Three plus damage on the very first turn. Anyway, way oh, too well. far into Hearthstone. This isn't a yeah, Hearthstone podcast. Um, yeah. Welcome so, yeah. back to the Hearthstone <laughs> review. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, been playing Hearthstone. Um, I just, I just uh, found that. Is it Oprah or Oprah? The the web browser. Opera. Opera. Yeah. Opera. The like uh, Safari browser or like OSX browser or whatever it is. I have no clue. But they, actually, it might be multi-platform. Anyway, not important. Go on. <laughs> um, I just discovered that they have Opera GX, which is a the gamer gamer version of the browser, and it's like actually sick. Interesting. Um, I would recommend getting. I don't know the. Um, Cause like I've I've been using Google Chrome for so long, just because. Would it, you it would you actively well. switch over though? Yeah, I would. Really, that's a because, big ball, dude. Cause like yeah, I, I just I'm starting to get deeper into Twitch, and it's got like a built-in Twitch uh, module on the web browser, and you can just click on it, and then it comes up with a little uh widget on the side, and it tells you who's online that you're following on your Twitch account. It's like oh sick. And then like there's another cool. button on that that takes it to his home page <clears throat> and then it comes up with um all the games that are like new, upcoming, and interesting at the little category thing. Then it comes up with a another bar with all the game deals currently going on throughout all the internet. Yeah. Which is right. crazy. Like it's got um uh, what Borderlands, Borderlands three here yeah, for twenty two euros at some random and and dot com. Never heard of that website, but now I know about it because of Opera GX. Um, this sounds like a fucking advertisement. Yeah, it, it sounds like a sponsor. This episode is sponsored <laughs> by Opera GX. It it is, and it this isn't a sponsor. <laughs> I'm genuinely impressed with this browser that's and interesting features. and then under that it's got like the games that are currently free so it's got like all the games that are free on the epic browser all the games that are free on steam at the moment and it's like quake javascript is free and, uh, yeah and then, that's pretty cool yeah and then it's got like all your gaming news articles under that and then there's another widget called GX Control where you can actually put on network limiters so you can limit the uploads and downloads that the browser's using. You can also limit the amount of RAM it's using. You can also limit the amount of CPU it's using. Just, I don't know. You are balls deep in this browser. Oh, dude. It's just, it's all here. 
adding add, you can add extensions and everything but the the one the thing like i can't can't fully recommend it yet because i haven't really done like a a and b stress test compared to google chrome because i although it is google chrome a taxing web browser i've just been using it for so long oh dude it it's a ram hog that's for sure yeah um, okay. it, it loves ram i was um reading recently that edge uh, microsoft edge has just just started to take over firefox um oh well yeah as as the top browsers i mean google chrome is still 68 percent, i think it is or 67 point something percent most used across most platforms uh and then edge is like six point something and then firefox is six point something uh and then it's like opera and whatever else but it sounds like they're they're really trying to target a niche market which could be cool yeah that's very pretty cool. sick yeah we need more web browsers in the game Need someone to come out with the the next next gen web browser. I don't know. Next next gen web browser. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's uh what what's been going on in my week. Oh, I started playing um uh no, I forgot the name already. I took advantage of the Nintendo Switch uh sales that are currently going on. And I got that um that uh retro pixel art side scroller game where you're like a ninja or a samurai with a sword and it's like it's, oh, i forget the name anyway i'm not it's a good game it's a good game whatever it's called it's a good game um you should get it i can't tell you what it is but it's great it's All fantastic right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you mind. next episode but go buy yeah. whatever this game is <laughs> go go buy the game i can't tell you what it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, I'll jump into some news. This is just a little quick one. Um, okay. Gears 5 is currently free on Steam and Windows 10. Uh, this is a promotion with Microsoft's uh, Gold Games. So so if you're a on the Xbox, if you're a Xbox Live Gold subscriber, They'll give you free games every now and then, and they'll also give you pretty decent game deals. Um, I've never really taken advantage of any of it before, but the yeah, the fact that they're bringing over Gears Five for free to Steam, pretty awesome. Um, the That's offer cool. runs offer runs until April twelfth, so I'm not sure. Doesn't really explain if. Yeah, if you play the game, yeah, it doesn't really t- explain if um your key will get revoked after April twelfth. But either way, worth checking out. Surely, um, I haven't surely. really gotten good reviews or heard good reviews of the storyline. Apparently, the game's fallen off since the third one, and I haven't played it since the second one. Um, I I love Gears of War. I just never had the time to go back and keep playing it but but apparently the multiplayer of gears 5 is worth checking out so yeah that's well i we i mean when we got game pass when it drops for pc uh straight up we or i at least booted up or downloaded xbox game pass that is uh gears 5 was that gears 5 i think it was gears 5 it was like 80 gig and i think i played it for like 20 minutes and then 
didn't, and then I uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I don't know. It just, I think Gears of War for me was like the game that you played at your mate's place on 360. Like 100%. A, like years and years ago and then that's just not what it is for me anymore so i just wasn't interested it was i think it was the first game to have a horde mode where where you jump in a map and enemies to just keep spawning in waves no surely left for dead was that man no 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 gears gears 2 and no, no that, left, for left, dead. left for dead left for dead isn't one of those games Left 4 Dead 2 had one of those game modes, but Left 4 Dead was a campaign game where you run through. Oh, life. wait. Gears, the first Gears of War was released before Left 4 Dead. Yeah, it was like the 2005, you know. wasn't it? Yeah, six. End of 2006. 2006. And Left 4 Dead was 2008. Wait, when was Gears 2? Um, finding out. Quick fact checking. Um, 2008 as well. Crazy. 2008. Yeah, I, I think was, Gears, I didn't realize it was Gears on the, 2 was the first horde mode. Crazy. The more you know, the more yeah. you know. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you can check out Gears of War 5 for free on Steam. Give it a geese. Suss it out. Shoot something. Chainsaw something with your gun. I can see like the top corner of your browser. On yeah, my face. Just, <laughs> see how cool it looks, dude. Yeah, look dude. how sick this yeah. browser looks. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so sick, dude. <laughs> latest, latest VGA uh, drivers, bro. <laughs> dude, check out this ad right here. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, uh, do you want to know something that is cool? We've got some more details about the new PlayStation Five controller. What they're calling the DualSense wireless controller. We've got a first look at it. And they're starting to explain exactly what all of this uh, immersion and, you know, feedback features that we were talking about early on when, you know, they were. So when we're talking about the patents, like in early episodes and that kind of stuff, they're starting to drop some shit now. Starting to talk about it. Uh, so what, they, what they've been talking about is... um. Uh, having, you know, it's like haptic feedback and it's got like an inbuilt mic and like all this sort of stuff. Um, but some of the stuff they're talking about doing is, or that they're saying is going to be done with a controller super cool, uh, to sort of really wrap the immersion and all that fun stuff. Um, and a lot of it's to do with, you know, I think it's like responding to audio, uh, physically. So obviously we've got, you know, you have like, the vibration in controllers when there's like big explosions and that kind of thing. But apparently it's going to be sort of like adaptive um, and respond, you know, and feel differently based on the kind of action that's happening in the game. So say that you're like trudging through mud in like a racing game. Um, it's going to respond differently to like what shooting a gun is in like a different game and respond differently and like sort of make you feel it a bit more. But yeah, what okay. I thought was really cool is apparently they've incorporated adaptive triggers into L2 and R2 so you can feel the tension of the actions in the game. So if you're drawing a bow to shoot an arrow, like the, the trigger will get tighter. Whoa. Yeah. I thought that was like super fucking cool. 
That's insane, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I thought that's, that was uh, definitely something to check out. Yeah, super sick. Um, so they've got you know sort of like rechargeable batteries. Uh, they've completely re- redesigned, I guess, the look of the controller. It kind of looks like a weird love child between the DualShock and the Xbox One controller. Um, if you haven't seen it, Sam, and you know, it's just. It's just got all, you know, weird and wonderful things going on. And I think it's just really cool. I mean, they've, they've moved away from the like black overall design. They've gone to like a two toned white and black design. Um, sort of shooting for more ergonomics and, you know, just all the rest of it. They've got the light bars and apparently there was a whole thing about people worried about the share button going away, but apparently the share button is there still but it's being called the create button now i Um, thought it looked like something out of uh alien vs predator movie like it it was yeah it it looks like a controller that is bundled with an alienware pc yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what it looks like yeah i like the black the black version of it is fine but the Mm. the color scheme on the the white one, how it's how it's white on the outer sides and then the inner inner pieces underneath yeah, yeah. is yeah, it's like black. Which I, I don't under understand I, why that would be black, but I quite like it. I don't know. I think it looks cool. It's a bit different. Have um, you seen the fan redesigns? Like they no. they just grabbed the controller and changed the colours on it and stuff. There's some oh, right. out there. Yeah, okay. That's like why it's changed the up. tones. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, yeah. but what else is going on here? That's got a uh, built-in mic array. Uh, so that way you can just use the controller to chat. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to be ideal for long, long periods because it'll probably pick up a lot. But as far as just having a chat, you can use a controller, which is really cool. Um, yeah. That, I mean, I don't know. It's a lot in the controller. It's a lot. It's just a lot going on. I think I'm personally just blown away by, by the idea of adaptive triggers. I think. Yeah. I, I think, mean, that, that's something I would have never have uh, thought of. Yeah. When I read that in their blog uh, post announcing it and introducing it, I um, was a bit, I was shocked. I was like, that's fucking crazy. That's super cool. 100%. Like responding to tension in a game. Like that's like all like the recoil of a gun like that, you know, it's got to respond to everything like that, providing that, you know, it's implemented by developers, which I imagine it will be. Um, yeah. But yeah, super cool. Super I cool. Wonder but that's if, the- I wonder if, um, sorry to cut you off. I wonder if that's something that would be implemented only in single player games due to the fact that um, now pretty much every multiplayer game is cross cross platform and you you have like Xbox and PS4 players playing with PC players i feel like adaptive joysticks on a multiplayer game would be almost a further handicap than using a mouse like it'd be um, harder to aim i wonder if it, i wonder if they'd use it on multiplayer well i reckon it's very likely there's probably going to be ability and ability to disable them like disable that feature yeah 
sort of like having aim assistance. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like an immersion, like extra if you want to just experience the game differently, but it's something that might not be forced on you, which I think is probably, or probably would be the way to go. You know, maybe people just don't like it. Um, maybe people got weak, weak little fangies. Um, you know. <laughs> did I, sorry, did I mention the battery life on the control? Uh, so it doesn't and mention connection port. Like, is it so USB C or just wireless charging? Well, it's so it's a wireless controller. Looking at the photos, it looks USB C. I think it's USB C. It looks pretty USB C ish. Um, and then they don't really outline, a, you know, how long the battery lasts. Um, it just, it's suggesting that it's going to last a while. And then the rechargeable batteries sort of lessen the weight of the controller. Um, because there's a shitload of stuff going on in this thing, which is why it's a lot chunkier yeah, than what the DualShock controller is. Like it's significantly chunkier. Um, yeah. but it looks like it's going to be quite comfortable to hold, which is cool. But, cool to see them when they get rolled out. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm curious to see how much they're going to cost. Like a dual shot oh, controller yeah. in Australia is like 150 bucks. Mm. Like, and that's just, I reckon these are going to be like 250 plus. I mean, <laughs> I've paid like 300 bucks for my controller. <laughs> yeah. But your controller's got more fucking buttons than your keyboard, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can type a sentence with my controller. You seriously can. Just I mean, <laughs> actually I don't know if anyone could see my hands when I was just doing that, but anyway. Uh that's the PlayStation 5 controller. I think so, we yeah. have some time for some sponsors. Yeah. Um yeah, quick sponsor, Opera GX web <laughs> <laughs> Honey. Um, <laughs> Rage Shadow Legends. <laughs> So you remember the Cyberpunk 2077 NVIDIA card? NVIDIA? Yeah. Yeah. NVIDIA. Um, NVIDIA. Yep. And NVIDIA, so however you want to say it. They've just had uh, one of the limited edition RTX 2080 Ti's sell at an auction for $5,200. Oh, shit. It upped in price. <laughs> I did. I was reading about this, but I, the last price I saw was 4K. So um, the... So yeah, the like we we talked about this when um information first came out about these cards, but yeah, yeah, back in back in February they did a limited run of 200 cards, and 133 of them were purchasable for 1,100 dollars. Um, okay, which is which, not much off the price of like a 2080 Ti anyway. Yeah, it's a it's like a pretty decent price for what is like limited to pretty yeah. Highly limited edition product. You're just paying how much it costs for a regular 2080. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. And then, so the remaining 77 of the cards got raffled off. And now people are finding um, the cards being sold on eBay for up to $6,000. Um, yeah. That's, that's a massive. Massive problem. This is American, by the way. American that's dollars. Just, that's like eight hundred thousand Australian dollars. Um, 
That's <laughs> yeah, millions. Yeah, it's millions of Australian dollars, dude. That's by countries with this thing. Yeah, you could buy yeah. the president with this with this graphics card. That's fun. Yeah. Um, had Dana White that is the UFC island. That is legitimately fucked though. Like, that's worth more than my car. <laughs> swap it swap your car for a card go for car it. for cards car yeah. for cards or it probably runs better oh fucking it probably does dude <laughs> <laughs> it definitely looks better i could tell you that uh that's yeah, just i just i, I just wanted to fathom, that. i can't fathom that much money on like I don't know. I don't really know how to say what I'm trying to say. Like, spend your money how you want to spend your money. Buy a graphics card. Sure, that's fine. Limited edition stuff, if it means something to you, that's great. Five grand. That's just crazy. I feel like if you buy it, it's, if you bought it at that price point, the 5,000 USD, it's, at that point, it's definitely a collector's item. And if you put it in a PC and run it, that that's that's a no go. Why would um, <laughs> I would never I, do that? I don't Just get know. a normal twenty eighty Ti and keep, if you've got five K, you've probably already design. got three twenty eighty Ti's for the same price in your bloody rig. Yeah. Um, if but, if I had one of those cards, I'd go to a welder or something to build me a stand or something for it and like put it in like a glass case or something bit of memorabilia yeah glass case it and i don't know get it autographed let's see someone i don't know i'll autograph it dude um get it so have you ever seen by john wick yeah oh could you imagine keanu just bloody (laughs) signing a graphics card how much would that Uh, be that'd be worth that'd be crazy i reckon it's difficult to know because I don't think the value of the cards going to increase by any means. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to get any higher. No, maybe in like, maybe in like ten years or something, some crazy person. That's. I don't even think so, man, because that would be completely dependent on whether or not Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is like a ten twenty year strong like Super Mario tier like childhood incredible game. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's true. The game's not even out, and yeah, the game's not random. out yet. We yeah. don't know what it's like. It's I. That's why I'm struggling with the price. No one's seen gameplay. No, like apart from <laughs> what was like dropped at E3, like people are just like, and great, sure, like spend your money how you want to, but yeah. there is this card's gonna stay at the price you paid for it. You know, like if it's just for you and your own sake, but if you're looking to resell it at some point. You're just selling a 2080 Ti with a skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Probably. It's like, um, it on. like uh, 9800 GTXs from like early 2000s. They had like the cool like game like 3D animation graphics and stuff on them, and they were super fucking expensive back then. But now they're worth like 50 bucks because the car doesn't perform in anything modern. It's just a cool graphic. So, yeah. Yeah, I, that's where I'm struggling with this a little bit. Outside of the fact that it is just a cool collector's piece, like buying a like a Halo Three helmet or something like that, which is still actually sort of retained value, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that that's my two cents. I was a bit ranty, wasn't it? Fucking hell. 
Well, do you like lawsuits, Sam? I love lawsuits. You love a lawsuit? So right, 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 uh, right, wait, wait, sorry, wait. I never needed to pee, so <laughs> I was waiting for it. That's so good. Rob Wyatt, uh, an Xbox architect, has sued Atari. Oh. Yeah. So the suit filed in the federal court in Colorado alleges that the company, Atari being the company, has failed to pay Wyatt and his firm, Tin Giant, nearly $262,000 that has been invoiced for work on, I didn't even know this this existed, on a long-delayed Atari VCS micro console. So just a quick sidetrack, I didn't even know this was a thing. Apparently Atari is in working on a project. That was gross, but working on a, there's another one. This is what happens when you drink a beer on, on this shit. Gets and you start ranting. Just get it out. Um, they're working on a, a console. Uh, and it's been a project for like three, since 2017 now. Um, and so far, well, you know, it, it raised an, uh, $3 million on Indiegogo in 2018. And what it is, is it's a hybrid PC micro console. That's running a version or just a, like just the version of Linux Ubuntu. Um, and it seems like its target is sort of being like a modern retro console in a sense of streaming via the cloud retro games. But at the same time, people developing things on that platform to function on that console. Super strange. Like really, really weird. Um, it's was announced in 2017 and it's been a project and in development since then. And then at the moment, uh, there's been pauses and delays over the, you know, previous months. And then most recently, the company wrote that supply chain issues caused by the coronavirus pandemic has delayed what was a planned March 2020 rollout. Uh, to initial backers and pre-orders or pre-orderers, uh, to be delayed even further. So one, we didn't even know this thing existed. Two, for those people that bought it early, they were, they would have already had it by now, which is crazy because how has this thing not been spoken of? How have we not yeah. seen anything about this? Um, but <clears throat> so Wyatt says that in his lawsuit that he and Tin Giant have been unfairly, unfairly defamed as scapegoats for these development troubles to the press. Uh, they said the fact that Atari's console project was or is delayed has nothing to do with the quality of Tin Giant's work, but is the fault of Atari's own mismanagement on the console project. Uh, the architecture being used by Atari on the console project is exactly what plaintiffs designed under the agreement, under the agreement. So wild. I mean, I think the thing, you know, at this stage, uh, you know, they, the guys that uh, sort of had this chat, uh, Ars Technica is the is the gang. Uh, they reached out to Atari representatives who weren't immediately available to comment on the Wyatt suit. But the company has, in recent months, posted photos of prototype boards, uh, manufacturing shots, in an attempt to prove that production is finally happening. But my thing is, I don't get the purpose of it. What the the console. 
Yeah, what's it gonna run? What have they actually well, said anything? Well, I had a quick I had a quick Google. A quick Google. Yeah. So it's an upcoming home video game console produced by Atari. It was revealed in 2017. Pre-orders began mid-2018. Uh, and then after several delays, the console was expected to ship last month. <clears throat> and then has been delayed due to Corona. But what it's targeting is is expected to play modern games and streaming entertainment via a Linux-based operating system, being Ubuntu, uh, that will allow you to download and install other compatible games onto it. Um, that's it. Uh, you know, the, the system shares a name with Atari Inc., a video computer system like the original uh, Atari, which is what is uh, the name of it, Atari VCS. It's got the whole retro, like, lined logo and stuff. I mean, it's running, like, half-decent gear. It's It's got a... It's running uh, Raven Ridge 2, the 14-nanometer uh, AMD chip, 8-gig uh, DDR4 RAM, uh, not much internal storage, like 32-gig, uh, but upgradable M.2 storage, so it's nice and quick. Uh, and then it's running on the Ryzen Vega 3 GPU architecture, the R1000. Um, and then it'll have a classic joystick controller, modern controller, two, you know, dual band Wi-Fi. Um, and that's about all we know. I just don't get the purpose of it. The, uh, photos of it look pretty cool. It yeah. It cool. definitely looks really cool, but I just don't really know. Yeah. You if, don't like what, what's it going to do in the current marketplace? It, that's what I mean. Is it just, yeah. a, is it designed to be a niche product? If it is. Then cool. But yeah. like, it seems like a lot of money to invest in something like that. Like, I it wouldn't buy one. Seems like a product for like old school fanboys or something. But even, even then, I don't know. Even, I don't it, even, I feel like they wouldn't even want to buy this. Like, people who own an old Atari system. Well, like, the thing why is, why would they want to buy a brand new one? Makes, makes no sense. Here's here's where I have my has have my qualms with it, right? So you've got the Satari system that's intended to run modern games as well as sort of bring back the classic games in the modern space, right? You can build a three, four hundred dollar office PC and run an emulator, and you've got every Atari game in history and any other emulator you bloody want, just in your living room with a controller. Cool, no problem. But modern games is where I'm stuck. Because who are they trying to appeal to with this hardware? It's like, it's not phenomenal hardware. It's not competing with PlayStation 5 or Series X. Um, and like, I have one, I've never heard of it. Like, are developers even aware of it? Have they reached out to developers? Are developers working on games for this platform? I just don't know. I'm like super puzzled by it. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's anticipated to be a $250 base system. Like, it's not just going to be like a $150, $100 gimmick. It's like... And that's that's American? Yeah, that's American. And that's the 4 gig model, not the 8 gig model, like the 8 gig RAM. Um, so it's going to be anywhere between 250 and I guess four fifty five hundred bucks. Um, that, yeah, that's a lot. So it's it's like you're trying to inject itself into a market where it's like already behind before it's released. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just maybe it's different. But I what I find most interesting 
is we have never heard of it up until now. Yeah, well, yeah, I've never heard a single thing of it. I mean, I guess we we went crazy in the loop with things two years ago, but no, but even so, so it was there was like a thing in uh, E3, I think, last year about it. I was reading. Um, oh wow, yeah, E3 2019 demo, and like even then, it got completely saturated by everything else that was more exciting. So I just, yeah, that's insane. I That's, just, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just think it's very strange and I don't understand its purpose, but I, uh, I'm now very intrigued to see what happens with it. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Don't know about it. Um, I feel like Atari, instead of trying to make another console, should have, they should have bought up some game studios, made some games. I, Feel like that, yeah, that, I mean, invest that's more the of an money. Atari move. Yeah, like you know, just invest into good content rather than. I don't know. Maybe it's because because I thought when I first read it, it was kind of like one of those, uh, you know, new uh, SNESs, like the HDMI bloody built-in ROM SNESs and PlayStation consoles that you bought for like a hundred bucks for movie games, and then it has had. Uh, like PlayStation 1 games and SNES games and you boot it up and it's got 150 games on it, you plug it into an HDMI cable and you're on your bike. I yeah. thought it was going to be something kind of like that, but it's not. It's like a genuine modern console that they're trying to push. But anyway, mm. super strange. Weird, weird move. Mm. Big weird move. Um, Other console news. <clears throat> well, this, this, is, this is pretty... Epic news. Epic. Um, I hate no, why I use that. Epic. Google Stadia now. <laughs> God, that scared the hell out of me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I should have. God. That was, that was a bit much. Everyone, everyone yeah, left the chat, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that was, um, that was too much. Work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll continue. Google Stadia. <laughs> oh, Google shit. Stadia, now free to anyone with a Gmail address. Stadia Pro is also free for two months. So, That's cool. Um, so as of April 8th, well, first off, previously to access Stadia, and everything under Stadia. You had to purchase uh, Google Stadia Premier Edition, which um, was a bundle that included Chromecast Ultra, a wireless Stadia controller, and they also threw in three months of Stadia Pro. Um, um, Stadia Pro offers free games and video streams of up to 4K resolution, 60 frames per second with HDR lighting. So, as of April 8, access to the base level version of Stadia, um, which allows you to stream games of up to 1080p, um, will be free by signing up at the Stadia website. So basically, you go, you go to the Stadia website, um, plug in your Gmail, and... There you go. You have, you have access to Stadia for free, um, from April 8th, which was yesterday. 
and today is the ninth. That is yesterday. Um, so as I said earlier, previously you had to go through and buy the premier edition, like the little controller and stuff. But now the games can be played on a PC, Chrome OS, tablet, Google Pixel phone, and other supported Android devices without the controller. Um, you can still purchase the controller separately for $69, but I don't know who wants that controller. Um, now any USB controller is supported or a mouse and keyboard, which is massive. I feel like that's, that was, I remember talking about Stadia when, when it was first announced and that they said that you need the controller. I, I remember saying that that's probably something that's going to kill or limit Stadia, not kill mm. it. Just, yeah. It, that, that's a huge limit factor. Like, yeah, yeah, it, big time. If I'm using Stadia, I want to be able to bring any controller. Even if, even if I do enjoy the Google Stadia controller, I just want to have the freedom of just plugging in whatever controller i want well it's uh, like um steam link like when a, that yeah. was the thing before it was you know discontinued uh but you know steam link came out they released the steam controller uh, but they didn't push that on the steam link like i use a old 360 controller you can plug in a playstation controller you can plug in a lot of them uh yeah they'll just work and map so it's very much a barrier to to implement that as like a very Apple way of being like, well, you only get the full features if you use the AirPod Pros. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, that kind I of I still really want to get a Steam controller just because they look funky. They um, look funky, but they look so awful to use. I don't know. It, it looks like an experience. An yeah, experience. okay. Maybe we'll find someone. We'll, we'll do a, a review. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd sip review. Um, so... So yeah, you sign up on the Stadia website with your Gmail and currently you'll get two free months of Stadia Pro, which will give you, uh, give users access to Destiny 2, the collection. So all of the Destiny 2 content up to date, uh, cool, grid, cool. grid oh, racing nice. game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Guilt. I don't know what that is. It's spelled G Y L T. No clue what that is. SteamWorld no, Dig 2, which is a great side-scroller game. Um, SteamWorld Quest, Hand of Gilgamesh, which is SteamWorld's take on Slay the Spire. It's a card game, um, roguelike, roguelike card game. The Serious Sam Collection. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Everyone needs to play through that game. Yeah, those, such, those games such a are good just... Shooter chaos and fun like dude we should replay just, replay those I think yeah well Steam. i've got them all dude hell yeah we should do that yeah. um spitlings i don't know what that is stacks on stacks in brackets on stacks cool <laughs> no cool what that is a cool little cool little indie game thumper thumper i've heard of that before but I, again i don't know what it is um, after the two-month trial period, Stadia Pro will cost $10 a month. Subscribers can cancel their subscriptions on, online if they choose to do so. So that's for 10 bucks, man, a month. That is pretty worth it, especially when you get the, especially when you get the two months free to begin with. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I mean, even if you don't like it after two months, just cancel it. Right. Yeah. And 
And the thing, since it's a streaming service, it's it's not like you need the graphics card. Like you're you're paying, you're paying. It's taking that bucks. whole thing out. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't you don't need to own a high high end PC anymore. You just pay this ten dollars instead of paying the. I don't know, a thousand to two K anywhere anywhere in that price point, probably further to the two K these days. Um on a PC that can actually run these games instead of, instead of just paying the, the ten bucks. The yeah, I mean all, free. All you just really, need internet connection. Well you need a good internet connection. Like a consistent, solid, stable one. That's gonna yeah. be your downfall if you don't. We should test this. Yeah, we can test it. We've both got fucking good net. Yeah, we as far as Australian net goes. Come back next next podcast for the review. Yeah, right. It's free. There's there's no excuse not to. Let's do it. Yeah, do we'll test it out over the weekend or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, um, so yeah, the platform currently has thirty eight games available to purchase, and the way the way that works is. With Stadia, you pay the monthly fee of $10, but on top of that, you also have to buy the games on the service that aren't included in the pro package. So any games outside of the pro package, you have to pay the retail fee, retail price, and on top of the monthly fee um, recurring every month in order to be able to play the paid games. So yeah, that, that's the way Stadia works. Um, it's essentially just game. It's just purchasing a license to actually play the game like you would any other way, except you're exactly. just paying $10 to rent a machine to actually play the game. Exactly. And that, yeah. that's, to me, that's still fair. The only downside is the fact that it's on the Stadia platform and it's kind of locked into that platform. Like you don't really own it. Like if, if you buy a Steam key, you can take the executable out, but but the, that this this is just the nature of streaming platforms um, well, when that's, it comes it's, to games. It's like because because the keys yeah. on the machine, it's not on your machine. It's just how this type of platform is going to work. Yeah, and yeah, there's no way around that really. No, but I mean, and that's that's just where things are moving to. Yeah, um, I, I it's think like, it's great. Yeah, it's like if we lose our Steam accounts, like. For some reason, like that's it. Like we've lost, we've lost all our games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That's I guess it's like always been four, that way. It's like four or five hundred games gone, like years and years. It's just because it's attached to your account or whatever else. It's done. Yeah. So, fuck. yeah. So don't hack insane. us, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. I have six hundred and nine Steam games. And yeah, one hundred and twenty nine DLC. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I've got I've got something like that like five hundred games or something stupid. That's why, like in the um, in the giveaways, if you guys have been tuning in on uh, Twitch or uh, Twitter with the yeah. Steam Vault, the access to the NerdSip Steam Vault. If like, if you're unaware of that, by the way, I'm just doing a quick plug of it. If you're unaware of it, every week we do a uh, competition where you retweet a post on our Twitter, be following us on Twitter, and follow our Twitch. Well, well, first of all, you gain one entry from retweeting us on Twitter and following us on Twitter. That's one entry. And then a second extra like, bonus entry for following us on Twitch. Um, so yeah, go do those things. 
if you haven't yet. There's, there's a it. lot of people doing it, which is really cool. Um, and I mean, it's awesome to see people taking advantage of it. Yeah. Just like for perspective. So when I was putting together like the, the keys I had, I had 185 unused keys <laughs> like <laughs> on my own. <laughs> so yeah. Sam's got probably somewhere in the same ballpark. There's a shitload of games there. Yeah, um, I think mine was like 200 something. Yeah. So we, there's so many. There's AAAs, there's indies, there's DLCs, there's software. There's like all sorts of shit that we've just, you know, collected and accumulated. And, you know, we just want to, you just want to put it back out there and someone else can enjoy it when we're not. So I think get our, our first winner took home uh, Euro Truck Driver 2. Yeah, Which I can't believe awesome I game. can't believe Lemonade Stand. Yeah, <laughs> it's an awesome okay. game. So good, I love it. When I saw that message come through, I was like, "That's a, that's a good choice. <laughs> that's a good choice." And then we had uh, Frosty Eclipse pick out Sniper Elite Four, which I oh, cool. which I never played, <laughs> but um, I played very very briefly. Oh, okay, yeah, I never got to play, but I saw footage of it. it looks awesome. I played the first second and third one they were awesome mm-hmm. yep good um, games but yeah never never got around to playing the fourth but yeah another cool game so yeah we got it's a lot of cool games in that little pool the vault yeah the games vault the it's vault. not a pool man it's like it's an olympic <laughs> pool there's a oh gosh it's crazy but yeah get involved chuck us a follow retweet get yeah, in there the, the text file is like one megabyte if that says anything <clears throat> Let's uh, let's talk about something else that's getting absolutely massive, Sam, and that's RAM. Do you like RAM, oh, Sam? I love RAM. You love RAM? I love well, this RAM is huge. <laughs> um, so DDR5 in PC. So this is more tech news. We don't we don't do a lot of tech news. Uh, actually, I guess the console stuff's been kind of tech, kind of gaming. Um, but this is this is a little techy. So DDR5, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about memory, RAM, in your computer, random access, memory, DIM, or whatever you want to say, it's there. It's what, it, what, it's what accesses your programs and makes things run nice and quick. So DDR5 kits are paving the way for 8,400 megabit speeds, Sam, which is over double what DDR4 is now, that's what they're pushing for. DDR4 is already quick and like it runs well. And your sort of general kits range from anywhere to 2660 to 3400, you know. And then currently the most expensive DDR4 kit is a Corsair Vengeance kit, which is a 5000 megabit kit. And it's priced a grand for a 16 kit, 16 gig kit on bloody new egg in the u.s at the moment which is just nuts so not worth it that's crazy so what the what what they're doing is they're wanting to make high speed and high bit rate and high all of this fun stuff high frequency ram the standard because as as you might have seen cpus that are coming out by you know you got the Ryzen 7s and you got the Threadrippers and you got the i9s and you got all of this shit. We're getting cores, Sam. We're going anywhere from four cores to 64 cores now. 
and it's just getting crazy. So what does that mean? It's, you know, it's got to continuously grow bigger. And then the demand for memory bandwidth is also going to increase, uh, which is why they're, you know, pushing that. So DDR5 is looking to normalize that and create that as a standard, uh, you know, over doubling uh, what DDR4's sort of standard is at the moment. The problem with it is that platforms <laughs> for DDR5 don't exist. <laughs> Like even even if, it, if yeah. they release DDR five RAM tomorrow, you can't use it. Like, like Intel and no, AMD, there's no motherboard that'll take it. There's no CPU that'll support it. There's no motherboard that'll support it. Like we don't have the platform for it yet. It's like it's entering mass production this year. Like it's going to exist very soon, but it's you can't use it yet. There's no prospect for it. Um, so like you know, realistically. Come the end of the year, you know, early next year, we'll actually start seeing some stuff. And DDR5 does have different applications outside of just AMD and Intel, CPU, motherboard, PC, bloody whatever else formats. But it's super quick and it's super cool. But we don't really know what it, what it sort of looks like um, until we see it. And, you know, based on what I've read, it looks like they're just making it, uh, you know, more efficient when it comes to power and more effective when it comes to processing information. So there's this whole uh, thing called same bank refresh. And what same bank refresh is, is the ability to access um, like operations while it's in use. So currently, DDR4 doesn't have that ability, but DDR5 does have that ability, uh, which makes the memory more available to the operating system um, and applications that are wanting to access that memory, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's just going to be more efficient, more fun, more cool, uh, more, you know, standard memory. I mean, DDR4 is typically like 248, 16 gig sticks, even more sometimes. <clears throat> and then, you know, we're going to sort of look at 8, 16, 24, 32, and 64 gigs. So, you know, like 32 gig now for a system is pretty big dick. Like that's that's a lot. But we could be looking at 64 gig at the same price. Like who knows? Um, but time will tell. And that's DDR5 RAM. That's me nerding out about fucking RAM, Sam. DDR5. DDR. DDR. Dance, Dance Dance Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, Call of Duty. Call of, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Call of Duty Season 3 is launched. Call of Duty Gee Warzone. Out. Which I, I don't even remember Season 2 happening, but... Um, we started playing the game in Season 2. Oh, okay. Well, there yeah. you go. Uh, so it was probably Season 1 base game, Season 2 Warzone, Season That's 3 <clears throat> yeah. Dog. Nailed it. I don't. Okay. Anyway, um, so Warzone season three adds quads, dog, and new operator from the campaign. Um, so yeah, if you haven't jumped in game yet, you wouldn't have had, you wouldn't have seen any of this stuff. But um, they're adding a bunch of cool things. Um, like they're, they're adding in new maps, uh, quads. So. So currently in Warzone, you can only play in squads of three, um, which usually means that 
a group of friends have to, you know, play a game while the the lucky friend gets to sit on the corner and watch and cry. And I don't know, probably probably leave the Discord for half an hour <laughs> and then comes in and swaps out someone else and they just take take turns and being spectator and crying, masturbating in the corner. Um, but That's exactly that doesn't what have happens, to <laughs> that doesn't have to happen anymore because they introduce quads. Um so yeah, it solves a lot of problems in the economy. Well, see, um, not just to so like just to cut you off really quick. Yeah. I was reading briefly that people are pissed off about it. Really? Yeah, people aren't liking the fact that they've gone from trios to quads, which is really surprising. You can still play trios, can't you? No, no, it's replaced it with quads. Oh, yeah. Why did they do that? Yeah, I'm also pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. Um, I liked trios personally. I thought yeah, it was cool. I, I like I liked uh, it as well. But if if you have an extra person, I mean, because every game, a lot of co-op games are four player, and so you usually see the three player things becoming more of a normal thing now. Yeah, with your Apex Legends. Yeah, um, there's something else I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's just Apex Legends, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's people are pissed off about it. So anyway, yeah, um, take it as you may. So, so yeah, they got the whole quad scenario. Um, apparently, they've added a dog, which I haven't seen. Um, they I added seen in any dogs. yeah, neither. That's a lie. Um, they've added in Alex from the story, which I haven't played the story, but. Yeah, he looks like a cool, cool dude. I still rock Otter. I'm all about Otter. Um, Otter's cool. And yeah, they're adding in new guns. I forget which, what the guns are exactly. Um, uh, the one of them is an SKS. Um, that's right. Yeah. And there's a pistol. And there's, yeah. I can't pistol. pistol is, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, cool story time last night when season three had begun. I went to purchase season three. I clicked through the year old Battle.net purchase system, plugged in my PayPal and hit uh, <laughs> checkout and purchase. And then as it, as it's going through the review, reviewing order, uh, like order loading screen. And it, it's like come up with my receipt and it's a $150 receipt for 10,000 COD points. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, like, oh fuck, I'm rich, dude. No. <laughs> like rich. When I thought you were fucking with me last night when <laughs> you told me that was happening. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm un- unable to pay rent this week. So if, yeah, I n- we need Twitch donations. Basically, yeah. that's what I'm He's saying. He's now got every colored Call of Duty bullet. So that's a yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. I mean, I, I guess I could pay rent with um, you know, uh, Call of Duty uh, kill streak cams and um, and it sprays, cool sprays. That those are things, and uh, yeah, I'm sure that and like exposure or something. I guess I could. 
plug my landlord on the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Sorry, I can't pay rent this week, but dude, oh, your name's getting dropped this week, bro. Your yeah, name's dude. getting dropped. I got a fat drop. Yeah, um, dude. <laughs> Derek, you're getting dropped. <laughs> um, but nah, I, I was impressed with the refund system. So it's quick. I, Quickly shat myself, went to the bathroom, cleaned myself up, had a shower, um, came back and found the refund button, um, clicked it and it was like instant, like the Nintendo Switch sound effect, instant money was back in my account. And, and then I realized that on top of the $150 transaction, it did a $15 transaction, which was the purchase I actually wanted to make. Um, which was just the, the thousand cod points to get the season. So, which is all I wanted. So I got one refund. I still got my season, uh, bought battle pass, whatever the hell it's called. And, um, and yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the story of my <laughs> terrible, terrible, but awesome. It wasn't awesome, <clears throat> but. Uh, no, that was that was significant paddock in your voice. Yeah, yeah. It's like one hundred and fifty dollars out the window. Yeah, I, I was literally like, "Well, I'm fucked. I'm t- yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. fucked now because, because I wanted to buy Call of Duty coins." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I felt like a Fortnite kid. Just that like sounds like with it's his like parents' credit card, but it was yeah. my own. It's such a mum's credit card story, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, but yeah, that's my Call of Duty story. Thanks thanks for coming. That's okay, Sam. I'm glad we could be here. Yes. Well, do we want more sad news? Uh, yeah, I love sad news. It's all I've got left. I love lawsuits. I love... I love lawsuits. I love sad news. Sad news. Yeah. Um, um, I love spending $150 on COD points. Um... I love, I love, oh, another story. I was meant to say at the top of the podcast, I I was streaming Hearthstone and it was like the first stream on my new account, uh, new Twitch account. Right. Yeah. I'm playing Hearthstone. This uh, random dude jumps in chat and he's like, oh, hey man, you want to do some 1v1s? I'm like, hell yeah, dude, that's, uh, send us your battle net. And he's like, oh, are you in Europe? And I'm like, oh, no, nah, dude, I'm Australian. Like, I got, I got Australian accent and everything pretty far away from Europe. And he's like, oh, fuck you, man. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Just straight up drops like the big fuck you. I thought it was really Straight funny. up. It's like, yeah. no, nah, I'm Australian, dude. Oh, fuck off then, cunt. Like, <laughs> Europeans, man. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. We've had some good chats with some very nice European people. Oh, no, no, I love Europeans. I know, I know, that, I, know, I, know I know you're kidding. Yeah, no, nah, fuck you Europeans. Met, you met the most aggressive European. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I love him. I love him <laughs> deep down. Deep down in my heart, I love him. All right, Last of Us 2 will be delayed indefinitely due good. to the coronavirus pandemic. It's just a good <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, so the game, which 
previously scheduled for a release on May 29th, is nearly done and ready to go, a Naughty Dog developer told Kotaku this afternoon when this article, as at the date this article was posted, uh, published, I should say. Um, <clears throat> but this was a decision made for logistical and economic reasons. The good news is we're nearly done with development of The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, however, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality due to logistics beyond our control. We couldn't launch The Last of Us 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everything gets to play, everyone gets to play the game <clears throat> around the same time, ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This means delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistic issues. So that's it. If you were looking forward to it, it's over. Might as well just call it quits. Go back to bed. Start to fresh bed. soon. That's it. Start fresh soon. Go that's go it. play go play Risk of Rain 2. Go play fucking Terraria. I don't know. Like <laughs> just you can't play Last of Us 2, okay? Stop nagging. Yeah, play play anything else. It's over. No, stop. Stop asking. Stop. You ask it's every episode. Every is we're is sick the of last it. Time. We are sick of it. The Last of Us 2 is delayed. Stop asking. Stop it's it. over. Stop <laughs> it. That bit was I was so dumb. Was stop so, it. Stop it. But yeah, um, Stop it. Risk of Rain 2, though. Good game. Good game. Just got an update. Good game. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just pulling Risk of Rain out of your ass for a second. I did. Like, I did, but then oh, I okay. Risk of Rain 2. Just got an update as well. So that Oh, we're going to have to play that. That's, that's, fucking, check out. that's sick as I. Yeah, we need to play Risk of Rain. We haven't played Risk of Rain in ages. I've and that derailed game this is... whole subject, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, this is at this at this stage. It's our podcast done. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, it is an hour. Okay, all right. See yeah. you guys. All right, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so. <laughs> that'd be so sick. We well, fully could have canned it, man. We could have just canned it right there. Yeah, I'm gonna edit in a big pause, this long blank space. Yeah. All right. Um, man, I'm. Oh, I got yours. <sighs> Dude, That's I'm bad. I'm well, yeah. Well, it's feeling like the end of the episode. Kelly brings in the yawns. Um, have you got any stretch? more articles though? No, no, I'm I'm done. Oh, you're dry. I'm dry as well. I'm, it's actually yeah, the I'm end dry. of the That's <laughs> that's what I said. It's like we're just literally talking shit at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like um, I can just start talking like this. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, this is uh, actually the end of the episode. <laughs> I thought you knew I was like fucking around, but actually being serious. No, no, I, I, you had like ten articles on your thing. I didn't realize we blew. Through. I used all of them except one. Oh, yeah. I, I had another one, but it, it had too much to read, and I couldn't read it in time. It was a lot of economics. I don't know. Not worth um, it. <clears throat> yeah, not worth it. Um, but yeah, I, I realize I swing on my chair a lot uh, since we started doing these live and I can see myself. I just I, swing I do, on my chair. I do all sorts of stuff. I, I notice that I constantly like like play with my facial hair, which is not good because I end up with more bloody bald spots because of it. Anyway. 
Yeah, you're having a lot of bold spots. Um, yeah, dude. All right, that's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. You can find us at Nerdsip Podcast on Twitter. You can also find us Nerdsip Podcast on Twitch and Instagram. Um, yes, those are the places you can find us. You can find us. Review this podcast. Give us reviews. We got a Podchaser page. You can uh, send a review there. We'd greatly, greatly appreciate that. Um, and <clears throat> iTunes reviews. I don't think we've gotten a review yet. I think we have like one or two actually, but would love more of them. That'd be awesome if you lovely people could do that. Um, and yeah, I think that's all we have to plug. Kelly is on Twitch at Nerdsip Kelly. I'm on Twitch at Green Egg TV. And that is the show. I am exclusively using this voice on this is the show. Um, yeah, this has been fun. Um, I guess, uh, I have never needed to pee so bad. Yeah, I guess, uh, I, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I, I, um, I guess, uh, I, um, I, I, sorry, uh, I have never needed to pee so bad. Kelly, we need to end the episode right now, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're done. All right. Thanks everyone. We'll catch you later. See ya.